0: Hiya, just a quick pre-message from uh, me, just to say that this episode contains spoilers about the sci-fi show Blake7. So if you're not interested in that, then I suggest um, that the main spoilers run from about 7 minutes uh, 30 seconds to about 11 minutes 30 seconds. Okay, cheers, bye. Hiya, it's Goblin's Tension here. So I bought myself a new set of headphones, which also have a Bluetooth speaker mic in it. So recording on that. So hopefully this recording will be okay. I did do a six-second recording; it was fine. So um, nothing really especially gaming-related to talk about. But what I did want to say is that I had recently bought. Um, all four series' of Blake Seven. Um, for those of you not familiar with Blake's Seven, it's a sort of sci-fi um, series, UK-based series that was released, I think, in the late 70s or certainly early 80s, certainly pre-1985. Um, now, um, people in the UK are probably fairly familiar with it, certainly people of, dare I say, my vintage. <laughs> um and it's sort oh, of I think reasonably famous for being quite bad <laughs> quite cheesy. Um now the reason I bought it was that um I heard Dave Aldridge talk about it when he was pod- when he was podcasting, Calling Calling Deep Central. Um he was talking about I think I think it was Dave anyway, he was talking about um campaigns in sci fi campaigns and And, you know, what are the limits? It's very easy. I think people intuitively understand D&D stuff. I've got a sword. He's doing it. Magic is magical. I think everyone's seen enough films. But, you know, on a space station, can I I levitate? Does the computer know how to go to warp? I don't know, stuff like that. Um, Now, I'm not a massive... um, Well, I was going to say I was not a massive sci-fi gamer, but that's not really the point. What I was about to say is, um, so yeah, I, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm if you've ever seen like one of those cartoons where um, Wile E. Wiley Coyote gets run over by a steamroller and he gets up and he looks perfectly fine but when he turns side sideways he's paper thin. Well, there's a, a game I'm a bit like that. So from head on, from a D&D kind of angle, I'm, I'm sort of, uh, you know. I appear to know what I'm talking about sometimes, but if you turn me from the side and you start talking about sci-fi or Cthulhu or anything like that, I'm just, I, I'm oblivious. Well, oblivious? I mean, I listen to other people now, so have a bit more of a clue, but, you know, it's never been the interest of mine, and it's probably terrible that I haven't taken interest, but probably if I got in a game and, you know, got into it, then it'd be fine. But one of the things that occurred to me is that I wouldn't have any idea how to run a sci-fi game. Possibly if I picked up Traveller and read the rules, I'd feel inspired and therefore know what to do. But, um, I think the principal, two things happened. I I heard Dave talk about Blake 7. And so I then looked up YouTube and I watched sort of the opening, opening uh, episode or two. And I thought the the plot, the initial plot was quite interesting. So I thought, bugger it, I'll buy the DVD series. Because... Basically, I've been working my way back. Um, Last two years, whatever, I worked my way back through Star Trek. So I think I started watching the what is the latest one, Discovery, which personally think is appalling. (laughs) You know, like everything is like wham bam, you know, posturing, imposing, a bit like James Bond is today compared to James Bond in the past. Anyway, Um, then I watched the the one with the guy from Quantum Leap, and I thought it was alright. Um, and then the one I really wanted to watch was Voyager because I remember watching about half of Voyager, and then whatever reason, you know, it was on the equivalent of prime time before streaming. So if you missed an episode, you missed an episode. So I, I watched all of Voyager, and I, I thought Voyager, uh, yeah, I thought Voyager was pretty good. Um, and I finally did the whole series. I was pretty struck by how many how many repeated plots there were in uh, in in uh, the Archer one, the one you know, is that just called Enterprise? Anyway, the one with the quantum loop guy, in compared to um, the one with Voyager. I think, for example, there was one episode where um, the weird alien has to stay awake while everyone else is in a coma, and he kind of goes half crazy. And there was another one where I think it was who it was in that in the Archer one. He was that oh, was the weird alien, and in this one it was was it the Borg? I can't remember. And then there was another episode where they enter the void, and they, you know, and like you go through this. Void, everyone in the void is competing for resources and the only resource is every time the spaceship comes in and then the Star Trek crew form an alliance and they work together to not be pillaged and share resources and they finally escape but I swear those are like one to one repeats anyway, digress so, so and, you know I'm, I'm obviously, well I don't uh, there's probably few far between geeks who haven't watched the Star Wars franchise but I don't think I ever watched the third episode of um The the new trilogy. I think after watching Jar Jar Binks in two movies, that was me. That was that was me out. I had to cash my chips in. So I don't think I saw the final Star Trek. It's a bit hard to know sometimes. or the third series. I certainly I certainly haven't seen Rogue One or any of those things. They they might be good, but as far as I'm concerned, that's a parallel galaxy in a separate universe that you can go on as it likes. But doesn't really interest me. It seems all too... Oh God, I'm sounding such a old whole far, like not too much posturing and posing. Anyway. The reason why Blake Seven interested me is I thought, you know, I know my kind of know my Star Trek stuff and I know my Star Wars stuff and I've seen a bit of Babylon five and what was that one that was above and beyond anyway and a bit of Cylons, although I haven't seen that for a while, I've Star Galactica. I thought this was a probably a completely different take on sci fi, you know, when you know a bit like when D and D was young and the ideas were fresh. And unless things were codified, you know, elves weren't always this or goblins weren't always green, that kind of thing. So I thought, get it. As I said, the first few episodes didn't intrigue me. So what what did I think about it? Well, I mean, let's just just cut to the big picture. Um, The sets and costumes are pretty bad. But, you know, that didn't bother me. To to some extent, it lends some charm. that nothing, ever, not everything was so polished, but you know, the budget was definitely thin there. Um, some of the acting was bad, and there was definitely some appalling episodes. I mean, I think there was one where they've got like a Valhalla like chieftain and he's like ruling the roost. I know I don't know, it was just the really bad ones, but you know, there, were, there was definitely some interesting ideas. I mean, that's what I was interested in seeing new ideas. Um, one I, I think almost the one that stands out for me. So, so season one was all was. Alright. Certainly the f you know the setup one, the first six episodes till they get it's spoilers by the way, this they get it they get a spacecraft called um the Liberator, which is an alien spacecraft and it's the most powerful essentially the most powerful spacecraft in the universe. It's, and they somehow they're on a prison ship and they escape, and somehow they get a hold of this this um legendary spacecraft and, and you know, they don't really know how to fly it, but it flies itself and it's got a slightly cryptic computer. A lot of these themes you see later on, like Red Dwarf with the cryptic computer talks and stuff. So some of these things are repeated. Anyway, the um, so season one was alright, especially the beginning bit. Season two, sort of fine. Um, but I think at the end of season two, that's right. <clears throat> the, you know, It's a bit like Empire Strikes Back. I think, oh gosh, now I'm getting confused. I think... I think, yeah, Blake himself somehow has disappeared and another character written out and some more written in. So there's always a bit of a swap. When a couple of characters go out, a couple of characters come in. So I think the third series, they completely lose the Liberator. And they and the fourth series, they start with a brand new ship. Um, and, and I think that fourth series, I think, where it starts going downhill a bit. But um, I think for me... I thought, I thought the third series was the best actually. I think they had sort of lost the the sort of some of the ties to being this sort of force that was about trying to save humanity and a bit more like freebooters. More D and D kind of you know, characters doing their own thing. And there was there was one episode in there that kind of for me was interest- most interesting. It was one with a um it was almost like a D and D thief. There's a character in it called Villa, who's basically a cowardly, cringy, but talented Lock opener and you know in general tech. Well, not tech guy. The other guy is very techy, but he's he's good at opening and things, kind of stealing stuff. And the whole episode was kind of him trying to get. He was thinking it's called the city, the city on the edge of the universe, or something like that, or a, a special city. I can't remember something like that. And he's basically trying to figure out how to outwit the, outwit this uh, person who created in quotes the dungeon. that was quite good fun. And I thought, ah, oh, so you can do a can, can do a D and D thief in you know sci fi thing. So uh, I thought it was, I thought it was good, but I thought the fourth series a bit. Nah, I'm not sure about that. I think you know they basically they they blew up the ship as a finale, and then they got a new ship back that somehow had quite similar amazing tech like the teleporter. A lot, a lot of their, a lot of their tricks involved using the teleporter, which only they had. but somehow they got a new ship with a sort of teleporter. Hiya, uh, this is uh, Gum Tenshman from the future. I decided that the uh, putting out the um end spoiler was just a bit too much. Um felt like it was some sort of cosmic wrong. Um so I'm just basically uh, quiddling away the time in the in the period that I was talking about the um the the end of season 4, the finale. So um yeah. Let's just say, I think it was too much, and I'm stopping. So there's another 12 seconds of this uh, jibber jabber, but uh, I probably should do it in a more elegant way, but I don't have the means or the aptitude or inclination to do it. Uh, Normal service will will, will zoom in about a second. I mean, I I definitely didn't follow many of the tropes that you see in modern sci-fi. You know, like Star Trek is super, you know, everything's super polished and everyone's, uh, you know, fairly sophisticated and, um, honourable. Uh, I think Star Wars is very much more kind of, you know, it is you know, more gritty in many ways. Although again, it's, you know, family friendly and all that. But, you know, the bad guys are bad. But this, this, this stuff is a little pantomime. You know, the, there's a baddie, the reoccurring villain who's always gets, really always gets, um, you know they escape. But, ah, darn you! You escape again. Well, there was one good episode in the fourth episode where she won out. She tricked them. That's good fun. Actually, there was another good ep- episode in the fourth one where there was kind of a special kind of one about a duel, which was quite good fun. Anyway, so nearly twelve minutes gone on this sort of pseudo review. Um, would I recommend anyone watch it? Well, you know, I, I did watch all or four series I think there's a I don't know, it eight eight shows or something in it? There's not that many, ten. Um I, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean it was you, you know, if you're if you want super gritty, realistic, whatever, then forget it. But if you like a little bit of um what's the word? Camp almost. You know, it's almost a bit camp. <laughs> um yeah, I think there's meant to be a lot of witty one liners that to my mind don't really work, but, you know whatever. Um, but I, I found I found at least not on YouTube, but I found another at least one, another streaming channel where you could watch these episodes with adverts. But um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, would did it do enough for me to inspire me to want to run a sci-fi game? Well, it didn't inspire me to want to run one. But did it inspire me to feel more confident about running such a thing? Mm, maybe. Maybe. I think maybe you just have to. I think I kind of feel with this, you know like D and D, you know, you say there's the dungeon, knock yourself out. I don't think. I don't think. To my mind, I think you need a plot, a story almost for the sci-fi. I mean, for example, the, the episode I think where Dave Aldridge did talk about this, and I could be wrong, was that you know it was a kind of a heist thing, going in to get something. And I think in, in these these Blake Seven episodes, there, you know, there was a you know kind of an arc. You were going into Blow up the base, or you're going to do X or Y, or you crash on the planet and have to escape, or something like that. So I think there was always something. Um, so I think you, I think, and this, this is possibly ties into why I'm not Red Hot and Cthulhu, because again, I think you can't need a plot. So I think it's it wouldn't really work saying you know, go into the haunted house and there's the you know mythos creature there. I think I don't know. Again, I'm. Talking out my hat, so congratulations if you if you if you listen to all of this because I'm not sure I'm saying anything particularly worthwhile hearing. Well, I thought I'm reporting an episode in a while, and it felt a bit of a landmark watching these these uh, DVDs. Um, and you know, really really interesting to watch something from dare I say it when Cypher was quite young. I mean, this obviously came out. I'm Pretty sure this must have been out after Star Wars. And yet it doesn't feel at all Star Warsy. And I guess I don't know when Star Trek came out. I guess that must have been late eighties late early late seventies. Certainly was running in the eighties. I mean next generation was out in what was nineteen eighty eight or something? It must have been at least a gap, so I suspect this must have been nestled between, but again, you know I suppose the teleporter, teleporter's different to a teleport in Star Trek, so I guess there's some 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 sort of uh leading into that but it was you know there's more of a galactic Empire going on so is it is it between Star Trek and Star Wars maybe anyway i suppose um yeah if you wanna watch it you can find it um I mean, I'm not completely against lending people my, my DVDs, because 'cause I've watched them now, but you know I guess I would like to get them back. Um, and I think shipping overseas would be probably cheaper to buy, you know, get your own copy or something, but I guess um let me know. I can I can probably do that. As long would as you forswear to return them to me in sort of sort of more or less the condition you got them? Obviously there's always gonna be somewhere in there. Anyway, okay. Cheers, people. Wishing you all the best in 2021. Um, three vaccines have got approvals in the UK, so I'm um, optimistic that um, we're on the right track. The uh, the Uber virus in in America is not quite quenched, and it may go into a remission and reappear in 2024. But um, with any luck, he'll be he, he'll be imprisoned by then or something. So we'll let everyone, his cults, his death cult, will see through him by then. Um, if you're listening in the far future, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm not expecting to, uh not expecting <laughs> this podcast to have that kind of leg, so I'm not too worried. Anyway, stop talking, wish you all the best, um, and um, everyone seems to be in a little bit of a holding pattern with their podcasts and heard a lot out there by people but when i do see those things it's always um, nice and for those who've sent me personal messages that's very kind thank you and um, see you listen to you when i next listen to you cheers bye oh yes just as an addendum I, when i was talking about um, repeated episodes of star trek i think the voyager episodes were repeated in uh, in the uh, most recent one, was it, is it Discovery? I think some might have also been repeated in the Archer one, but it wasn't all only in the Archer. I know that's not a big deal, but it bugged me. And um, the other thing is that uh, these headphones are not very good for recording, so I won't do it again. Okay, cheers, bye.